Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. How can you build stronger teams using interdependence? This is Founder Wisdom, where we'll answer that question by distilling advice from our founders and the books they recommend. Then we'll show you how we are applying that knowledge ourselves. I asked Masterclass founder David Rogier what book I should read if I'm trying to manage people more effectively. He recommended The Man Who Lied to His Laptop by Clifford Noss. So last week, we went over the first pillar of team building, which was identification. And check out Founder Wisdom Episode 2 if you want to refresh. This week, we'll go over the other pillar of team building, which is interdependence. What is interdependence? This is a trait that occurs when both of the following are achieved. One, the team members believe that their efforts and the efforts of the other team members are integral to the success of the entire team. Two. The team members believe that achieving the group's goals will serve their own personal goals. And what's interesting about number two is that the personal goals don't have to be the same, and usually they aren't. Just to give you an example of team goals, here's our design lead, Phoebe. What were your initial goals with, with joining Finding Founders? Um, very acutely and honestly. Yeah. Um, boost my resume and... <laughs> give myself something to do on my off time. So as you can hear, Phoebe initially wanted to be part of Finding Founders so she could bring the skills she learned here to something else. But because her work has been valued and because she has ownership over that work, listen to how her personal goals have changed to align more with the overall goals of the organization. So my goals now with Finding Founders is to actually be able to create a brand that I feel like I've constructed and been a part of and to come out the other end and to say, oh my God, I did this. Like I was part of this startup and I was part of this team. Starting up our whole social media and kind of spearheading the design team is something that has been like a very fulfilling process for me. You know, I go into interviews or I talk to people who don't know anything about finding founders and I pull up the Instagram and I say, every post that you see here, um, I have been a part of. I wouldn't be able to point to that Instagram feed if yeah, everybody else on my team didn't do anything. At this point, you can hear Phoebe hinting at the Finding Founders organizational structure that emphasizes interdependence. Essentially, all our members are interdependent because of our assembly line production process. Our interviews can't be done without the research team. Our script can't be written without Elizabeth cutting up the interview. The episode can't be edited without the script, and the design team can't finish the assets without the finished episode. Phoebe gives a great example of this. We've had weeks where we had to like stop our planning for our posting schedule because we couldn't post things until the, the post before was ready. 
like I don't think anybody now sees what they're doing and says like it just goes into oblivion and everything that we put out gets attention everybody in the team sees it and it's like a pride point because like Annie her work has been so well received by people who like have nothing to do with finding founders who are just listeners who are just people who are fans of the podcast people gave us fan art (laughs) yeah people gave us fan art and when stuff like that happens like I don't feel responsible and I also think like Annie doesn't feel responsible for like the success of that post. I think our team as a whole feels like very much responsible for everything that all of us put out. The value of the work is immediately apparent because production is affected when work is late. However, this intense interdependence does have its downsides, which you might realize by that last sentence. Although the team knows how important their work is in terms of producing timely episodes, we have created bottlenecks at each part of the process. If one person doesn't do their work, everyone is held back. Finding Founders has fail-safes to protect against this, but it's still an important question to reflect upon. Phoebe actually does a great job of reflecting on this very idea. So I'll throw things back to Phoebe one last time. What's interesting about social media and design is we're like the very end of the pipeline. Like we use components of every other team. Our success on social media and design is very heavily influenced by the success of outreach, of the success of script writing and the success of editing. And that's that's kind of like cool now that like I'm thinking about it. Like I've never really like taken a second to think about like, you know, how much we are connected with everybody else. So when addressing the value of your team's work, ask if other people rely on that work. How soon do they rely on that work? How can you make that interdependence more immediately clear? If you have any questions or comments, DM us on Instagram at Finding Founders Podcast and let us know how you are using this piece of founder wisdom.